Michelle Live podcast. My, 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 my Michelle Live. It's Health Watch Wednesday, and today we're taking on a COVID Christmas where Christmas is looking a little bleak because of all of the changes. And after all, in 2017, Americans had said religious aspects of Christmas are absolutely declining. But guess what? 2020's got a silver lining. Seven out of 10 people say they appreciate their loved ones more than they ever did last year. And a majority is starting to look for a spiritual meaning in Christmas. So let's look at not just your physical health, your emotional spiritual health and and our Christmas health as well as we take on COVID and Christmas. This was hilarious, Lisa. You found this. This was from Jimmy Kimmel and a very COVID Christmas. Oh, I know, Michelle. This is so funny. When I found it, I was laughing so hard, my belly hurt. Disinfect the halls with sanitizer. Fa la 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 Until we get a cure from Pfizer. Fa la 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 Oh, cover your mouth. Oh, I don't want your droplets. Just put on a mask or leave this Cinnabon. Oh, Clorox wipes. My groceries disinfected, my vegetables all taste like bleed. Oh, CDC, oh, CDC, your website is depressing. I can't smell, I can't smell, my sense has gone away. Thanks, Lisa. And I'm feeling... Health News. Good. I'm feeling good. You are health watching it today on the My Michelle Live Network. Today, as we get closer to Christmas, it's going to be a nice COVID Christmas, right? A little bit different than we've ever experienced before. So we're covering all the angles giving you what you need to have a great Christmas and forget about that COVID stuff. But one of the biggest problems, you've heard of the quarantine 15, right? And they say, well, it's more like the quarantine 30. Yikes. And while we often see every year, every year, quarantine pandemic or not, we gain on average five pounds in the holiday season and the mass vast majority of us never ever take it off so how bad will it be this year and how can you save yourselves from the bulge we're talking with our coach of the day he's uh the man that gives us coaching in the game of life get coached good coach can change the game a great coach can change a life coach me yes we are coached today by matt peel he is a certified corrective exercise specialist that can help you take where you're at and realize there is a better way. He's also the author of Athlete in the Game of Life. Matt Peel, thanks for joining us. Hello, Michelle. How are you today? Oh, well, I am not five pounds heavier. Like, I hope I'm not at the end of the holiday season. I'll tell you that. That's great. You know, I was just thinking as we went through the intro, are there going to be new Christmas carol songs this year? Like, it's going to be a lot like COVID Christmas. (laughs) Right? Is there going to be a whole genre of COVID Christmas? You know there is. There were so many creative songs when this first came out, you know, I want to wash my hands, you know, and all of that. So, you know it's going to happen. I'm sure. It's our way of getting through these terrible times and doing it with a little smile on our face. And that is absolutely okay with me. But what isn't okay is that, as we've talked about in the past, we are hurting. Lower back pain is the biggest complaint. And now that we're getting on the holiday season, we don't have a lot of places to go. The can't see the nutcracker, can't go to Christmas concerts, Christmas parties are canceled all over the nation. So what 
are we going to do, Matt? We're going to sit home and we're going to bake and we're going to eat Christmas cookies. <laughs> There's not going to be anything left for Santa on the plate. Forget it. We're eating it all. Absolutely. And now this could go one of really kind of think kind of two ways with because there's not holiday parties. That also may be a secret blessing because we're not out eating as much and running all over the place and doing our stress eating and then making all these cookies and making these things. Of course, then we snack because, of course, we want to taste it. Any good chef wants to taste their own cooking and make sure that it's acceptable for the masses. So it could, we might actually see a little bit less this year of the bulge, but at the same time, you're right, we might see more because of the mental aspect of it and a little bit of that depression that normally kind of sets in with some people and maybe you're eating a little bit more, maybe you're drinking a little bit more because you don't have that opportunity to go out and see anybody. Now, I, my girlfriend this weekend was saying, you know, Michelle, there's days where I'm sitting the entire day. And you have kind of turned me on to the idea that sitting is the new smoking. Yes. Yes. Big time. We are kind of sedentary in our ways. During COVID, we're spending a lot of screen time. So uh, some things that you have shared with us in the past about trying to get our bodies moving again, that's great because you say that what we're experiencing, even as we get older, we think, oh, there's that pooch in the middle. Some of these things just aren't normal and we don't have to put up with it. Let's talk about it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So we really need to be smart with our strategy. And there's no need. One of the things I talk about and people ask, well, what diet are you on? And I say this many times. What's, what's the first three letters in diet? Is die. Right? No one <laughs> wants to die. Last time I asked someone and they, I said, hey, are you, would you be interested in, in dying? And they said, absolutely not. Oh, good. I'm glad we're on the same page for that. So there's no need to intentionally deprive ourselves when we can just make some better choices of healthier items that still taste good for what we want. Healthy does not equal eating cardboard and licking the tree outside. <laughs> so replacing some you know, cookies, crackers with maybe some other healthy items. So if we take things kind of on a large macro scale, just real, real quick, and we think how much of each type of macronutrient, meaning protein, carbohydrate, and fat, do we need to take in on a daily basis? And for carbohydrates, we really want no more than about 50% of our daily intake to be carbohydrates, maybe around 30% of protein and around 20% of fats. Now, how you make that math work, because math is hard, is really up to the individual. And there's a lot of trackers out there on your Fitbit or apps you can download on your, your your smartphone and I don't endorse or really care which one somebody uses but that's a simple way just to track what you're doing you know that a lot of things in there you just put an apple in there boom all the calories and things are, are added up so if we kind of go by a big percentage that might be easier for people to understand uh, that's the kind of math I can relate to and believe me I don't math you know the old joke there are three kinds of people those who math and those who don't Right. Yeah, right. that's me. That's me. Correct. But that's math I, c I can relate to because the holidays come. We have uh, great goodies. We have great savory things. And no one's saying that you have to stay away from absolutely everything. But what you're saying is you put it in perspective and you'll feel better in the end. I mean, come on. We've all had that, that time where we've eaten something and you just don't feel good afterwards. You're like, oh, that's, yeah. But what about eating, enjoying those great things, those comfort foods that we feel like we might kind of need a little comforting right now and walking away feeling good that's what you're saying is possible absolutely it's possible and is there a little give and take absolutely and that's with anything in life so if you know maybe you are going to a, um, a family's house or, or, or friend's house for a little small gathering and you you know what's going to be going into it so if you're tracking what you're eating in a simple app 
you just make some better choices throughout the day. And I do it for myself. Look, I'm, I'm not a hypocrite. I tell myself, especially with um, enjoying a cocktail, you know, try to be good Sunday through Thursday. Friday and Saturday, hey, c'est la vie. Whatever happens, happens. So if you plan on that and say, I'm going to have a couple beers uh, going in this party, maybe earlier in the day, I don't have that peanut butter sandwich because right? I know I'm going to get some carbohydrates and some of these things later. So maybe let me switch that up with uh, a Greek yogurt instead of a peanut butter sandwich. This is great advice for anyone at any age. Uh, it can help you to set a standard because believe me, when you're older, it does. It can get a little bit more difficult. And there's a time where it just switches to where absolutely every calorie can count our our bodies feed off and heal off the things that we feed it and when we're younger well we still have enough it, maybe you could say in reserve but as you get older that's when some of that reserve is gone so build it up now something that is probably the most inspirational about our friend Matt Peel is that you say it, it's never too late never it's never too late you can always teach the old dog the same old tricks that they thought they have forgotten. So it's never too late to make a change. Absolutely. So let's talk then about getting moving. Now, uh, we kind of joked about sitting being the new smoking, but this, your book is actually, can I just say, your book is actually the one time that sitting down and reading a book can help you get into shape. Uh, what, what I wanted to talk about is when we've gotten inspired and we actually get up and we get moving, what can we do to help get our metabolism moving, to help us burn calories, especially in the winter time when we start to retain them? Good question. It's pretty neat. I was talking to a fraternity brother real quick and he read my book and he said, Matt, you know, this is the only book that I read that made me sit up straight as oh, I was reading it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I so, get that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's effective right into it of itself. But what can we do to get moving is really everything just starts in small doable ways. So the weather is different and getting nasty outside in different places of the country. I'm here in New Orleans, Louisiana. So it's a little bit more mild and we can at least get out for a walk on most days. But find something that, number one, is enjoyable to you. And number two, that can be done even in five to ten minute increments. If you can do five to ten minute increments two to three times a day, the CDC actually says that can be just as effective as trying to get out and do a 30 to 45 minute Hallelujah for us attention deficit people. This is hope. I just want you to know. And I have to say, Matt, you're inspirational because ever since we started this interview, I've been doing my exercise bike underneath my desk. <laughs> it's just one of those easy things. Even putting it on a very easy setting because obviously we're having a conversation and people don't want to hear me grunting and sweating. And yeah, you could probably hear me sweating over the over your earpieces here. That is still something. My body's moving, and I really appreciate that. You've inspired me. Good, good. Yes, the CDC says, again, the cognitive benefits can be seen after a five-minute bout of moderate to vigorous intensity exercise. Somebody said, what does moderate to vigorous intensity exercise mean? Well, it just means that your breathing is a little bit labored. If you can get your breathing a little bit labored for five to 10 minutes, then that can else also give you cognitive benefits with a little clarity, a little bit more focus and ready to take on a task that maybe you're tackling. Maybe it is trying to uh, put the lights on outside on your house and you know, you know, I'm really not going to enjoy this, but it's going to end up to be look like the Griswolds. So let's go for it. <laughs> a little bit of five to 10 minute uh, vigorous action right there can get your brain focused. And then away you go and hopefully you don't electrocute yourself. There you go. <laughs> Going for a walk. Um, if you're in a snowy area, just go out and make snow angels all over your yard whatever, whatever you do do something that makes you feel good something that makes you smile as well we need a little smiling during this time of year as well 
utilizing the things that we have is something that you encourage us to do. You know, you have stairs in your house. I live in a town home right now. So, you know, going up and down the stairs multiple times and just uh, utilizing my stairs is something I can do even during lockdown, during the day, taking a break from my desk. Uh, people who can't do push-ups do stair push-ups. I think stair push-ups are awesome for people who have a little bit more difficulty you know, getting that up and down. Uh, there are some things that you recommend as well in your book, The Athlete in the Game of Life, Stretch, Strengthen, Live. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's, a, that's a great example of a way to modify a basic push-up, even before you get to a bent knee, is, is elevating on the stairs uh, to that effect. But we also want to strengthen those weak muscles that we get from sitting. And those muscles specifically are your hamstrings, and your glutes, they get weak as we're seated, seated in that contracted uh, position all the time of your quadriceps and your hip flexors. So you could do things like a, a bridge or a glute ham bridge. It's all the same basic movement, just lying on the ground, bending your knees so your feet are close to your butt and pushing your hips up as high as you can to activate those glutes, activate those hamstrings. That can be done a couple times a day for 15 to 20 times in addition to stretching your quadriceps. That's a great example of then helping your lower back and bringing yourself into alignment. As you... I wanted to get in here that you are a certified corrective exercise specialist, and there's a secret in that title that you can correct some of the problems that you said, uh, those weak muscles or the pains that we have that we're, we're getting from just sitting a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's one of them. Another one for the upper body is typically our chest gets uh, nice and tight as we're hunched over our computers and our hands are on a keyboard. So we need to stretch that chest uh, muscle, putting our arms maybe about a 90 degrees so it look like an L right on the corner of a wall and just leaning forward, still standing up straight, stretch out that chest. And then we can go, if we're just at home, we can grab a couple of soup cans or cans of beans out of the pantry. And then in front of us, we can bring our arms up at a 90, I'm sorry, at a 45 degree angle and get what's called a scapular retraction and build those upper back muscles that get weakened as we're continually lengthened in front of the computer. All and these all things can be done things. right there at home, right here at home. Done at home. Done at home. And a wonderful way to feel better. As we go into the holiday season today, we're talking about uh, Christmas on COVID and how different things can be. But this might be, as you say, an opportunity. Everything's an opportunity to remind ourselves to uh, make the most of every day, to correct the things that have plagued us and and the pains that have hurt us this is our chance i thought it would be fun to talk about some gifts that we could give uh, we've talked about things that are kind of a gift to ourselves you know strengthening uh, and stretching and getting ourselves uh, logging some of the food intake that we take but maybe some gifts for other people i put together and i didn't i didn't give you a heads up on this so think for a moment of some things that might be really good gifts i i thought maybe a gift basket with your book the athlete in the game of life stretch strength and live um maybe a a nice water bottle that can mark off how much water you're drinking because you know we want to get the the right amount in every day um and maybe even some resistant bands resistance bands are like 12 bucks you know they're fairly inexpensive and you can get them in time for christmas if you order them at those places you know that have same day shipping so that right. might be a nice a, a kind of fun thing um, did you also know there's a smoothie subscription it's fifty dollars for six months and they deliver some really cool things that you just put in your blender and boom you have a smoothie every day i also recommend my bike under the desk mine was 35 dollars, and that thing is it's getting it's getting a lot of miles so your thoughts matt i think those are great ideas i think resistance bands are great I, I use them when i travel to people's homes for training you can even buy some that are uh, like a three-in-one resistance so it's not just the one resistance and you can do just wow. about 
everything you need for a full body workout with those bands right here in your home. You could even do it in a high intensity uh, interval training way and get a lot done in 15 minutes or less. So I love that resistance band idea. Another little idea is to buy a kettlebell and you can get say a 20 pound ah. or a 25 pound kettlebell and there's a lot of things you can do with that kettlebell that's even better than the dumbbell. And when you partner those things together for a little gift, you do have a full gym right there in your living room uh, at minimal cost. And of course, mm -hmm. on YouTube and everything, there are lots of different ways that you can look up and see to use those exercises. But those are great gifts. Taking it up another level, maybe on the fitness end, is the TRX. They're a little bit more. I don't have the pricing on them at the top of my head. But those are another great way that you can put in your door or if you find a way to hang a, a little hook in your garage and get a great workout with those. So those are some pretty cool things. Personally, on my Christmas list, I asked for a new putter because I enjoy golf. <laughs> so when it comes time for the spring, well, you know, we can play golf pretty much all year round down here in New Orleans. But in other places, how about guests to get you active when the, when the snow thaws or maybe you want some, some new snowshoes. There's lots of ways to do it. Yeah, there you go. I'm asking for a new fishing rod for Christmas. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I have my peak rod of power. So I'd like a matching one because, you know, of course I'm going to fish, but I got to do it a little bit girly, right? There's got to be <laughs> bling or something involved. It's just the way it is. Yeah, uh, the fish and can't see. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good thing because they may be offended by by, by my pink waiters. But uh, you know that is getting out and about and doing something that we love, but encouraging ourselves to not only get moving to stretch and strengthen, but to also get out there and enjoy nature and get get a little. I, I think as we get out into nature, we get things into perspective. We have this ability to commune with God and we set ourselves on a much better trajectory than sitting in front of our screen all the time. And you know what? You can uh, take this show with you and I'll be there to encourage you too. So will Matt. Yay, Matt. Yay. Love it. <laughs> Yay, Matt. Love it, love uh, it. Matt Peel is helping us, uh, beat the bulge as we deal with COVID for Christmas. Let's talk about all the places that we can find your encouragement, including just Googling uh, athlete in the game of life and picking up the book, which should be at the top of your Christmas list. We all need a little encouragement there. How else can we find you? You can obviously go to my website, mattpeel.com. That's P-E-A-L-E -E is how you spell my last name. You can go to my Facebook page, which is Athlete in the Game of Life, and I post some things about clients. You can watch the book launch party that I just had on Friday night and other interesting tidbits. You can also follow me on Twitter at, at Matt Peel or even on LinkedIn. Outstanding. Uh, he is our coach. He is the man who is coaching us in the game of life. Matt Peel, thanks for being with us today and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Michelle. When I'm going to the movies, I take up seven rooms because I'm fat, fat, I'm fat. Show me really, really fat. You know I'm fat, fat, I'm fat. You know I'm really, really fat. You know I'm fat, fat, I'm fat. Come on, really, really you fat. know. Don't you call me pudgy, poorly, or stout just to tell me once again. It's going to be a COVID Christmas, but it doesn't have to be as sterile and disappointing as some may be thinking. And we have exactly what you need. The formula that you might need to go by in order to have the best Christmas ever. Making lemons out of lemonade, right? So we're going to do it with a man who is committed to 
to your family. Committed by giving great entertainment, helping you to connect with things that can strengthen your family, and we're going to take it on with Billy Hallowell. He, you may know him from many of his political cultural books, hearing him on different television shows and radio interviews. He's written books like Fault Line, a seismic shift in culture that is threatening free speech. He's written many other books, and he is the director of communications and content for pureflix.com. You know, we reference Pureflix quite a bit on this program. Billy, happy holidays and a Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. You as well. So this Christmas is going to be like no other, but that doesn't have to be such a bad thing. In some ways, we've joked about it. We've seen it as subject of many movies that Christmas gets a little commercialized, doesn't it? It does. It does. And if there's anything about 2020, right, when you look at 2020, the one thing for me, at least, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, is that it's put a lot of things in perspective. What really matters? What is most important in life? And, you know, it's, it's fascinating because when you start to think about those things, you realize, my goodness, it's, it's faith. It's family, right? It's those things that we sometimes let other things in our lives eclipse the importance of those things. And that happens a lot at Christmas. And so I think we've been thinking about this all year, and now we have a real chance to celebrate the real meaning of what this holiday is. So let's talk about some ideas. And I also want to let folks know that one of our lucky listeners today is going to walk away with a six-month subscription to Pure Flix, an early Christmas present from Billy Hallowell. So thank you very much, Billy. Does that come wrapped? It doesn't matter. It's cool enough as it is. <laughs> just it's really great. Is. Listen, I, can I just say, because this is, and I'm a parent, right? So I've got an eight-year-old, I've got a five-year-old. And my thing, and this is not just, it's not a sales pitch because it's the truth. It's why I came to Pure Flix. It's why I work at Pure Flix is just that power of being able to trust a place where your kids are you know, quote unquote, <laughs> online or a streaming channel. It's so rare to be able to do that. And and so that's what I love about PureFlix. And so I'm excited for whoever gets a chance to win that. Yes. Well, you have a lot of great films there. And hey, it's not a commercial. I'm not getting a kickback from you guys. I just like PureFlix. So, and I want to share that with you as you're listening today. We're going to talk to a man who is this man with us that is committed to bringing our families together for Christmas about some cool ideas that we can utilize around maybe great movies or movie time or to uh and that's i think maybe the beauty of pure flicks that a lot of these movies are more than just movies they give us an opportunity to have family discussions devotions and and even utilize some of the lessons in making memories can we talk about some of the ideas that y'all have come up with Absolutely. Well, the first thing, I mean, I do this with my kids. We do it every Friday night. We order pizza, we get popcorn, and we just watch a movie. And we pick either, you know, a show, an episodic, or a movie, and then we talk about it. And I think that's so interesting because I know for, I know for me in our house, you know, when my wife and I watch something, many times at the end, we have a discussion. And so we try to ha- actually have structured conversations with our kids about the lessons that were, were in the thing that they watched or, you know, the lessons that they can take away and integrate into their own lives. So that's one, that's one idea. And again, that's something we do every week. And it's been amazing throughout just the whole COVID experience of being home and creating little events in our house. You know, that's been kind of our thing. Let's create theme events and have theme nights and many times we're weaving movies and TV shows into that. But I would tell you, you know, another thing, and this is just the power of the internet, right? Where we are being able to look for ways to help other people and simple ways, you know, donating, whether that's Operation Christmas Child or going through the catalog that organizations like Samaritan's Purse have and really talking with our kids about the needs that people have around the holidays. And listen, you know, unfortunately, so many of those needs have increased in our in our own country here and in our own communities. And so just being connected to ways that we can help others. Uh, but beyond that, 
I mean, looking for fun things that we can do, you know, creating Christmas ornaments together, um, reading through devotions around Christmas. And I will tell you, we've got some actual great free resources to check out. If you go over to offers.peerflix.com, uh, we also have a really cool Veggie Tales devotional. And, and if you're looking for a place to start, you know, I mentioned sitting down, watching movies and shows and talking to your kids. We've got a whole guide that can take you through topics and ideas and actual aligns it with shows that you can watch with your kids. I know that is really neat because it takes television watching, movie watching to a whole new level instead of just go in front of the screen and watch, which let's just be honest, is glorious to be able to do when you're all in the same room. It's fine. You know, no guilt there, no guilt there. But when you want to take it to the next level, one thing that I like to do, as you mentioned on Pure Flix specifically, your content is family friendly, so it's all safe. So you have a lot to choose from. I encourage parents to go on a treasure hunt in a movie, especially if it's a movie you've seen before and now you want to share it with your kids. You could say, I, I need you to find, especially for a Christmas movie, I want you to find a Christmas song and, and remember that Christmas song. We'll sing it at the end of the movie. I want you to look for a, your favorite Christmas ornament. Do you see a Christmas ornament in the movie? Uh, maybe have them remember their favorite line, something that made them feel warm and fuzzy inside. It's a treasure hunt that your kids can do as you're watching a film. I love that. I love that because, you know, we talk right? so often about the lessons and the lessons are so important, but, but having them find things, it's almost like a where's Waldo, you know, in all the movies, <laughs> yeah. being able to kind of find those fun elements. And yeah, at the end of the day, entertainment is such a powerful thing, right? It teaches so many lessons. And I think in culture, you know, you see so many lessons that maybe we don't want to teach our kids coming out through entertainment, but having that chance to sit down, talk about it, create little fun activities around the different shows and movies like you just described. And listen, I mean, my encouragement right now for people is just in general, you know, find things to look forward to. We have spent, you know, I live in New York, so in the beginning of COVID, when, when it was, we were hit so hard here and so many yes. people were sick, we were really in the house. And we would, we would create those Friday night movie nights, Saturday night theme nights, and Around Christmas, there's so many cool things you can do. Baking cookies, you know, obviously the things we traditionally do, but making a big event out of it inside our homes, right? And and recording yes. it, keeping those memories so that we can look ah. back because because we will move beyond this. 2020 will be behind us eventually, and we will move forward. But being able to look back at those family memories, the movie nights and, and those activities, I think is so important. And Billy, what if these things that we create in 2020 because we had to become the very things that we build new traditions on and our kids and our kids' kids are doing years to come and saying, you know, back in 2020, this is what happened and this is why we still do this today. This is an, a golden opportunity and you've got your kids, a captive audience. There are fun things you can do. If you look in at, have your kids say, find something fun in that movie that we can do at home, a snowball fight or, oh, I've never seen uh, I don't know, some Christmas dessert. Can we make that? Those are great things you can do. And we have been talking about just how to get connected with Christmas beyond COVID with Billy Hallowell. Billy Hallowell from Pure Flix will share some of his Pure Flix favorites this Saturday on our Entertainment Review podcast. But right now, you can be one of two people who will get a six-month subscription for free. You just have to be a liver. <laughs> you can start by joining my mailing list. Go to mymichellelive.com and scroll down to join my mailing list. Put in your email address and we will pick from our email list and you might get a free subscription. So be sure you join today. The news looks bleak and COVID seems to be overshadowing Christmas. I'm even living in a state and there are many others where they're saying, yeah, Christmas is canceled and the governors are looking like Grinches.
know what? Every time the world seems to turn upside down, it's an opportunity to see something amazing happen. Every time. We have seen time and again, even in my own life, I could share with you hundreds of stories where everything seemed bleak, things didn't go my way, but God had a plan. So what's the God story this Christmas? We are going to take it on. This holiday with COVID, how do we keep our sanity? How do we keep our spirit intact? It may be about looking past COVID and getting to the Christ story in Christmas, helping us do that. The author of the book, Spend a Year with Jesus. Are you ready to take an inspirational journey in finding Jesus and faith this holiday season? We're taking it on with Bruce Hartman. Dr. Bruce Hartman, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you're here with us. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, Bruce, you're a culture, religion, and po- uh, polit- politics commentator, author of Spend a Year with Jesus. You have a mission. It's It seems to be what is at your core to connect people with the deeper level, the God story. Yes. So my mission I that I pursue is to connect, help people connect with Jesus, help people have a stronger relationship with Jesus. And all of my books are designed to do that, uh, not to preach, but to help guide people to have a closer relationship with Jesus. So it's about people finding something real. You're not there to tell them what to think or how to believe, but just to find something real. I think that's what we're craving in this COVID time, right? Yes, and and that's the, in this time where we're being talked at so much, we're not being talked with. And so all of my books, and particularly in this time, I think it's, I think one of the great things people can do this Christmas, spend more time in prayer. We'll talk more about prayer on tomorrow's program, asking the question, do we really have a prayer in this day and age? You know, Bruce's answer is going to be yes, but what about during Christmas prayer? It's spending time with Christ, who is the reason for the season. This season, though, statistics are saying people are starting to hone in on the real meaning of Christmas, of Christmas, and that's why finding Jesus and faith may be a new thing for many people. Maybe it's new as you're listening. Maybe it's something you're interested in or looking into. Bruce, you wrote the book, Spend a Year with Jesus, an inspirational journey of finding Jesus and faith. What does a year with Jesus look like? It's immersion. Um, you know, we, when we did the book and I did the, you know, my thinking with the book was, it's a little bit like, um, we'll all start out with our new year's resolution to get in better shape. So it's a little bit like that in the sense that if you want to get close to Jesus, you have to work at it. And that comes through reading the Bible that comes from reflecting on what the Bible's telling you. It comes from listening to what other people have to say, and it comes from your prayer life. And we point this all out in Spend a Year with Jesus. So what it is, is if you spend 15 minutes a week with the book, because the book is broken up by week, and we give an image for people to look at, we give a Bible verse for people to look at, we provide a reflection, a quote, as well as what we do is we ask people three questions every week. And what our goal is, is not to have somebody have the perfect relationship with Jesus after week one. Uh, That would be nice if they did, but as you know, that's probably not realistic. But by the end of the year, if people have moved a little closer in their relationship with Jesus, that's the start we're looking for with people. And we spend a lot of time... Go ahead, sorry. No, please continue. I'm I'm fascinated by this, and I'm, I'm getting a little bit excited here. So we spend a lot of time on just the fundamentals, like, for instance... Jesus wants us to worry about the kingdom of God, not the world. Jesus wants us to worry about our neighbor and not ourselves. Jesus wants us to respect the word of God. And when we do that, we interestingly enough, when we're giving, we're actually receiving. All of us want to be known as a good person. All of us want to make sure that we're doing the right thing. Now, sure, there are people that don't, but generally that's how people act. And so what we've done is we've taken each Bible verse 
and we've not told people how to think about it, but we ask questions about how do you think about it, and we give them a reflection on some of the basics about Jesus. Oh, that's refreshing, because we're being told an awful lot of stuff, and sometimes the very people that mean well are the ones that get in the way. This is about my relationship with God. It's not about yours. It's not about what you think about God and how you think I should be and how I should act. And we do a lot of that in our offended world, don't we? I mean, we don't like the way you think. We don't like the way you vote. Uh, And then we can get into the controversial items as well as, you know, LGBTQ issues and, and the like. But what it really comes down to, and I want you to hear this as you're listening to Bruce and I today, that that relationship with Jesus starts exactly where you're at. And it's not about me shaping you into what I think you should look like as a believer. God will do that just fine. Right. That's so well said. Uh, I always think about each individual's relationship with Jesus as a snowflake. No two are the same. Hmm. I think that's a beautiful way of thinking about it during this this coming on winter season. And practically, um, if you think about it, you know, we're all uniquely different. Uh, We are all made, um, created in a mother's womb by God. And but we're all different. You know, Paul talks a lot about this in the Bible. And to focus in on you are unique, you are special, you are different, especially to Jesus your relationship isn't going to be the same relationship as the one I have, but it will still be a sacred relationship. Mm. And it is what happens when we start in those relationships. You know, you and I haven't gotten a chance to sit down and chat before. Um, This is a beginning of a fun relationship here on the radio. (laughs) And if we were to go to coffee and your family hang out with my family, our relationship would grow and we'd all become better friends, right? And and that's kind of the way it is with, with God. This inspirational journey of finding Jesus can start this holiday season because I know that America is looking. Now, we've also talked with a friend of ours, Matt Peel, today on the physical side of how COVID has brought us under, you know, you remember the uh, quarantine 15 that turned into the 30 or 50 pounds that people have put on. Uh, We've gotten a little out of shape. And he said, you know, it honestly can take as little as five to 10 minutes a day, just moving your body and getting your heart rate up And you will find an inspirational journey of a year with feeling better. You know, if you just commit to this just five or 10 minutes a day, it can make all the difference. Well, I'm hearing the same thing from you on a spiritual level. It's not this daunting pray like Matthew Stevens and sound like a a preacher. This is about my relationship. And and just spending a, a few minutes a day with Jesus, that can make all the difference, it sounds like. I think so, um, and that's why at the beginning I called it immersive. Um, in the Bible, if you notice, a lot of the tests are 40 days. So psychologists will tell you, no, 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 to, to form a habit or to form a great life practice ah, takes 21 yes. days. Okay. But I'm going to stick with the Bible. It, it's really 40 days, just a commitment of six or seven weeks to to what um, the Bible is asking you, to what Jesus is saying to you, and for your own heart to fit, to make this become a practice, just 40 days. So I know we can, this is why you write books like this, because this gives us the chance to sit down with something that's a bit guided, so I don't feel lost, someone that's walked this road before, and can give me, it's like going down the road and having someone say, here's a little road map, you know, do you want to take some side, some side visits, and you want to do your own thing as you're going down the road, great, but here's how to get from point A to point B, and I, I that's how I see your, your books spend a year with Jesus. On these journeys every day, this this new habit forming of where I want to talk about little things that we can do and the changes that it does make. So the the little things that can do is prayer. 
And um, in, in my book, I have a section on prayer and what it comprises. And a lot of people get very embarrassed and nervous, particularly if they have to pray publicly. But it's okay. Whatever you say is going to be good enough. And as long as you remember to say, I pray in the name of Jesus, and we remember that this is a positive relationship, what we say privately and silently to Jesus in prayer is honest and honorable. And so I think a lot of people get hung up with, well, somebody told me I had to do this, and somebody told me I had to do that. No, no, just talk to Jesus. So that's, that's number one. Number two, read a Bible verse. If you read 15 minutes every day, which I know could be a lot for people, but if you read 15 minutes every day, within six months you'd have read the entire Bible. But that's too much. Read the New Testament. It's far shorter, and you could have the whole New Testament done in two months. All right, so let's put it into bite size. You know, you say that could be a lot for someone. Will, as we were talking about getting my heart rate going for five to ten minutes, let's just take right. seven fifty. Cut that in half, seven fifty, and that year with Jesus uh, becomes a year in the Bible. Okay, it may take a little longer to go through like uh, Leviticus. Let's just be honest, but right. <laughs> there, yeah. but there, there. Right. Just so you know, if you're new new to Bible reading. Some of these things that seem like a lot of laws and a lot of this and begats and such actually have some wonderful, as you grow and and understand the Bible more, it has some wonderful implications to Christ and to even our lives today. So the more you know, the more you know. And let's talk about what that does to change us. It really does fundamentally change us in a time where we are very self-indulged, angry with each other, easily offended. And let's just be honest, the, the church is not immune. Some of the most hurtful things come from people who are broken and disenfranchised, the unchurched, if you will. Yes, and you know, some one of the things I tell a lot of people, and I forget who said this quote. Sometimes we ourselves are the only Bible that people will read. So, particularly as Christians, it's our responsibility to be the best we can be at all times. Particularly those who are seeking God, we can turn them away with our behavior. That's right. So it's a very good point you're making. Yes, and that's where people, especially who identify with Jesus as as Christians, we have a responsibility to hunker down and have an immersive relationship. Because what are people reading when they read me? Bruce, this is why I don't have a little Jesus fish on the back of my car because I struggle on I-5 with being very Christ-like. I'm just, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I'm telling you, it's not always good, right? (laughs) So it's like, I'm not going to advertise, oh yes, I love Jesus when I'm driving like hell. So uh, it's something, if if that offends you, pray for me, you know, something I'm working on. Working from home has been great, but this is where we're at. We've really got to think, what are people seeing? Because we have access to the God of the universe, the answers that are in the Bible, as we talk about when we delve into science and technology Tuesdays, are extraordinary. There is no other book like the Bible that transcends historically through science. Every book ever written writes about the science as they know it of the of the day the science science of the bible transcends that it is a spectacular book that reaches into every issue of humanity and navigates it with finesse and love gentleness and truth i could not say enough about the power of god and his word and yet we walk around acting like uh, we we haven't had the light turned on. And so this is where spending a year with Jesus might be the best New Year's resolution as if we're going into Christmas and thinking just beyond. Yes, and that's and that's when we, so this is the second edition. It just came out, by the way, I think the 20th. So we do it in addition every year, 2020, 2021. So the 2021 came out, and we put a lot more of what you just said in this year's edition 
making it more of a companion than the previous edition. And a companion like you would have um, if you went to a spin class once a week. You know, who would the teacher be? So what we tried to do was, was not tell people how to exercise, but to exercise. And we gave them, we gave them a lot of verses, a lot of reflection, and each week we ask them three questions. And it's the answering of those three questions that opens up your heart and mind to what Jesus is asking of you. I like it. So uh, we're going to be thinking about this as we move into the new year. Why wait till the first to start a new year's resolution? Start your, your, I think, spend your journey with Jesus. Spend a year with Jesus should start. Why not now at, at the time we celebrate his birth and let that be your, your reset? I like that idea. Yes, and you know, and the book is a 52-week book. So, for instance, right now, if you uh, had last year's book, you would be dealing with the Advent season. What does it mean? And uh, what are some of the verses that relate to Advent? What are some of the things people have said about it? But you could use the 2021 and just stop there and then come back to the beginning. Um, Why not? The... And so we spent a lot of time... Uh, throughout the book, building upon each other. But if you would ask me what's the most important week, there isn't one. They're all important. Maybe Easter yeah, they is are. the most important, but they <laughs> yeah, all are I mean, important. It's true, but Easter is in our hearts every single day. I think for Christmas, I'm a big believer in giving a book, a book that is pointed or intimate. Books are so much more intimate than anything else. You, It's something you take with you, you hold in your hand, you're tactile with it, you read it, you hear it in your head. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on. I, I think spend a year with Jesus is a wonderful idea for giving to family members, helping them to connect with something so much deeper in a time everybody's hurting. Depression is off the charts. Uh, anxiety is unleashed. Anger and division. We need to get, we need to come to Jesus moment. That's just what it comes down <laughs> to, Bruce. <laughs> yes, and I think, you know, um, I, I've been on a lot of radio shows about this particular issue. Jesus rose on the third day. That is the most permanent thing in our existence. Everything else is minor compared to that. And mm -hmm. so one of the things I've been doing is encouraging people to think about that, that we have a very permanent present presence in our life and to always remember that. And number two, get creative. Don't let COVID get you down. Get creative. You know, Thanksgiving and Christmas are great times to learn how to use Zoom and gather your family together. Um, I've been doing funerals this year, and one of the things that people have said to me is they didn't think they would like a virtual funeral, but what they're discovering is one man who died. Um, he had friends in Hungary, Gibraltar, all over the world, all over the country. They were all able to come and say something to the widow. That's precious. And that is just as powerful as having 50 or 100 people in a room versus having hundreds of people on Zoom mm -hmm. to be able to say That's and do things amazing. like that. So, and the second, the third thing for this Christmas season, in America, we celebrate Christmas one day, but that's not what the rest of the world does. They do it 12 days. So maybe this year we've pushed back on COVID and say, we're not celebrating Christmas just one day and not, not having to do it huddling in our house. We're going to celebrate it 12 days and we're going to give presents for 12 days. And for 12 days, we're going to read the story, the Christmas story in Luke, which goes from, and it's all in chapter two. Yeah. And read the oh, verse yeah. out of that. Yeah, and, and I think you're getting a lot of kids liking that 12 days of Christmas gift thing, because I know growing <laughs> up, I always I always thought, why aren't we Jewish? You know, Hanukkah rocks. They get all <laughs> kinds of gifts. So you, you got that going for you. But making this whole entire season count, more Christmas trees went up before Thanksgiving than ever before. Did you know that crazy statistic? People are craving a little Christmas. Um, no, I haven't heard about that. Statistic. Yeah. Yeah. It may, okay. uh, ask around, but it is a crazy little uh, statistic. Uh, Dr. Bruce Hartman has been with us. He's written the book, 
Spend a Year with Jesus, an inspirational journey of finding Jesus and faith. You know him from many of his other books, Jesus and Co. Um, he is uh, has put together many resources for us to hunker down and get with what is most important this holiday season. Don't let COVID rule your Christmas. Let Christ. Thanks so much, Bruce, for being with us. Yeah, thank you, Michelle, and have a good day. Have a blessed day. And I'm feeling Health News. Good. Hey, hey, Lisa J. Give us some news. So, Michelle, I wanted to play a couple of cute Santa stories for the end of the program, if you don't mind. Let's do it. This one is about a bunch of Santa Clauses in the UK who still wanted to bring joy to kids, be around children, take pictures with kids. So to stay within the COVID guidelines and to keep the kids and themselves safe, they all took a COVID Santa Claus to ensure they could still spread joy for the holiday. And this is from Orang News. Take a listen to this. Trainee Santas in the UK are taking classes to prepare for the first ever Christmas during the COVID-19 pandemic. An entertainment company named Ministry of Fun has been running the Santa School for 25 years. The classes started earlier than usual this year. A slew of new measures had to be introduced to ensure a safe, virus-free festive period. Santas are given a red velvet mask and a protective visor to put on and are taught to socially distance with the children. Despite the new measures, the soon-to-be Santas say the fun, joy, love, and the magic of Christmas will never change. And in my last and final Santa story, this story is about a Santa Claus who was spreading joy by putting on an underwater Santa Claus show at an aquarium. And this is from Buzz60. Take a listen to this story. Santa might be known for riding in a sleigh pulled by a tiny reindeer, but did you know he also likes to dive? An underwater Santa Claus brought some much-needed joy to aquarium goers in Tokyo recently, hopping into a tank filled with banana fish, stingrays, and even a zebra shark. He also garnished the tank with season's greetings in the form of a Merry Christmas wreath, providing smiles to visitors and Christmas treats for the fish. Though visitors weren't simply in awe over the beautiful marine life, but also with Santa, with some onlookers saying they were just a impressed the fat man could swim in that outfit at all. That's probably because this isn't Santa's first, uh, rodeo at the Tokyo Aquarium. He's been making seasonal underwater appearances for more than 20 years, usually drawing hundreds of visitors for his fish-themed antics. Though this year, due to COVID measures, he'll have just a few less people tapping on the glass. Thank you, Lisa. Me and Michelle wanted to end with another COVID Christmas parody. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We're beginning to plan a COVID Christmas. Now it's lockdown number two. If you're ordering turkey for ten, you might want to think again. It might be best to use Deliveroo. We're beginning to plan a COVID Christmas. That means no nativity. Well, it wouldn't be quite the same seeing wise men by the
fight civil wars. That's the wish of John and Janine. Praying Elf on the shelf gets the virus himself. That's the hope of Carrie and Dean. But what do we do if Father Christmas has to quarantine? Hope, 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 hope. We're beginning to plan a COVID Christmas. And that was sung by Perry Como. I'm Michelle Mendoza. You've been listening to Health Watch. Check out more at mymichellelive.com.